Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, June 10th. I'm Steve Baker. Nevada County election numbers update is coming later today. And stay hydrated and cool as you can be. It's going to be hot out there. Here's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, heat advisory till Saturday night. Sunny, high near 93. Today, tonight, low 65. Saturday, 91 and sunny. Sunday, 40% chance of showers and a high of 72. Sacramento, excessive heat warning through Saturday. Today, sunny, hot and high 105. Tonight, low 70. Saturday, 102, sunny and hot. Truckee Tahoe today, sunny, high near 84. Tonight, low 47. Saturday, 80 and sunny. Placerville today, sunshine and some clouds, high 96. Angels Camp today, sunny and 101, a near record high temperature. This from the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. Wednesday afternoon found Natalie Adona, the yet-to-be-confirmed but projected winner in the race for Nevada County's clerk recorder position. According to incumbent clerk recorder Gregory Diaz, there were about 16,000 ballots still to be counted in the county, so all races are technically up for grabs. Election day started out slow for the polling places, but, reports Diaz, there was a huge surge Tuesday afternoon in ballot drop-off. He adds that the next update on official counts will be released today, Friday. And Nevada County Agricultural Commissioner Chris Denise has requested a USDA disaster declaration through the California Office of Emergency Services, Cal OES, for grape growers in Nevada County that due to freezing temperatures that affected their crops in mid-April. In a letter to the Cal OES director, Denise stated, on both April 12th and April 13th, temperatures in Nevada County fell well below freezing, reported as low as 26 degrees Fahrenheit. The freezing temperatures killed much, if not all, of the new growth already present on the vines. A survey of grape growers revealed an overall estimated production loss of 55% throughout the county, including anticipated yields of 1.75 tons per acre compared to the five-year average of 3.85 tons per acre. This would result in over $1.2 million of lost revenue for Nevada County grape growers. Our team of agricultural biologists sent surveys out to local agricultural producers and made field visits to assess and record damages, added Denise. While many other crops also experienced damage, the grape crop was the only crop we found to have met the 30% loss threshold to qualify for a disaster declaration request. If the request is approved, then USDA's Farm Service Agency will notify farmers of the availability of emergency loans and other USDA assistance that may be available. The Sacramento Bee is reporting Cal Fire is blaming PG&E Corporation for an excessively delayed response that contributed to the furious initial spread of last year's Dixie Fire, which became the second largest wildfire in California history. State investigators in their final report on the 963,000-acre fire say PG&E was too slow in reacting to a malfunction on one of its power lines near the Cresta Dam in a remote area of Plumas County last July. By the time a PG&E troubleshooter arrived at the scene, about 10 hours after the problem occurred, the fire was too large for him to contain, and a 911 response was requested, the investigators wrote. Cal Fire announcing in January that PG&E caused the Dixie Fire, a determination the utilities executive accepted. However, the agency didn't make its report public. The state gave PG&E a copy of the report this week, and the utility released it yesterday. 
Millions of Californians cast ballots in Tuesday's primary, but less than one-third of all voters likely helped select the candidates who will compete in November, according to the B. About 4.1 million of the 21.9 million Golden State and residents who received ballots, roughly 19%, had them counted as of mid-morning Wednesday, according to Political Data's primary ballot tracker. By the time poll workers finish processing ballots, around 30% of voters will likely have participated in the statewide election. Uh, The ballots counted so far show 52% of voters who participated in the primary were Democrats, 49% were 65 or older, and 69% were white. Democrat Kermit Jones and Republican Kevin Kiley, two of their party's rising stars, will face each other for the new 3rd District congressional seat, a race that will test the strength of former President Donald Trump's continued appeal to California Republicans. Jones, a physician and Navy veteran, had 39.4% in unofficial returns Wednesday. Kylie, an assemblyman from Rockland, was second with 36.5%. Trailing was Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones with 17%. Under the state's primary system, the top two vote-getters, regardless of party, advanced to the November general election. Kylie and Scott Jones were expected to be in a tighter race, but Kylie had more than twice as many votes as Jones in Placer County. Scott Jones ended his campaign Wednesday, calling Kylie to offer my congratulations and my support. The district newly drawn based on the 2020 census data is being closely watched in a year when Republicans need a net gain of five seats to win control of the House. It stretches from Plumas County in the northeast corner of the state through all of Nevada County and through Sacramento's suburbs and south to Inyo County between the Sierra Nevada mountains and the Nevada border. The district is rated by independent analysis as a likely Republican win in November. From KVMR's events page, a reminder that folk singer and storyteller John McCutcheon makes his first live local appearance in two and a half years this Sunday night at 7 p.m., Center for the Arts, Grass Valley. It's a KVMR fundraiser. Tickets available through stringsconcerts.com. Birthdays today include singer Shirley Alston Reeves of the Shirelles at 81, bassist Kim Deal of the Pixies and Breeders turned 61, drummer Jimmy Chamberlain of Smashing Pumpkins is 58, and guitarist Joey Santiago of the Pixies, 57. Stay tuned for the Friday Morning Show for some smiles and plenty of hand-picked music by your host, Charlotte Peterson.